I've got a theory. I, do you know how they came up with that distance? Here's my theory. You ready? Two guys are trying to get fit. This is way back in the day. Uh, let's just run until one of us dies. And then, so they did that. One died, and they're like, hey, let's double that, and that will be a marathon. Wake up, Indy. Naptown's a thing of the past. Join us as we talk success, personal growth, leadership, and more. No matter your location or your job title, we want to see you grow. Podcasting from Indianapolis, Indiana, this is As Indy Grows with your hosts, Taylor and Remington. Welcome back to the show. This is your host, Remington Ramsey, and my co-host, Taylor Hall. Boom goes the dynamite. Yes. In every <laughs> intro, we work it in somehow. Taylor, I'm pretty pumped for this podcast. I've been, I've been getting ready for this podcast. I've been working out. I've been lifting weights, I've been running, I've been juice, I've been on a juice cleanse just to get ready for this podcast, which is hard because I haven't figured out how to juice a taco, <laughs> but I'm working on it. And I actually ran all the way here from Fisher's this morning to get ready for this podcast because nice. our guest today is Miss Marty Brown, Miss Iron Man, Hoskins not called Iron Woman. We just, we don't. They don't do differentiate. that? Differentiate, no. Okay, well she is an Iron Man champion uh, and so just listen to these stats. She's a five-time Ironman completer, but she finished out of millions of people. <laughs> 21st in 2013, 12th in uh, 2014. This is just five years running. 25th, 36th, and 27th. And get all this. She reinvented herself when she hit the age of 40. So, Marty, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. This is awesome. We're really pumped. Uh, Taylor, do you think you could beat her in a race? I wish I would have asked her before we came on, like, what her split time is for miles, because I'm not going to say it on camera, because I feel like if she's training, she's probably got me. <laughs> huh? When's the last time you ran over three miles? I run it every time we play basketball. Oh, get out of but here. But I run it in sprints. <laughs> this guy invests in Fitbit, and he thinks he's... Have you done a marathon? Uh, just a sprint triathlon. Okay, no, a sprint no. triathlon. No, definitely not in a triathlon. Maybe like a shorter distance. So like my split's on a sprint triathlon, yeah. and I am not a runner. Yeah. I run like a seven... 20 minute mile yeah she would get me because right now i would say i'm probably going to be at eight minutes can you even swim <laughs> me yeah oh yeah i'm a great swimmer my oh dad my was a gosh. coach oh very good well our next episode we're going to do on the track and we're just going to put a mic connect like a gopro connected to taylor as he runs a <laughs> an actual marathon how how okay so an iron man is not a typical marathon what are the distances for an iron man right so an iron man's a 2.4 mile swim 112 mile bike ride oh and gosh. then a 26.2 <laughs> mile run. i'm out of breath just hearing <laughs> you say that i can't even yeah. I, I i have never i think i completed a 5k one time and I don't remember, I don't even think I kept track. I, I ran in, so like when I played soccer, I ran a lot, but I'd rather right. chase a ball than just run after people. <laughs> Same. Is that the way you are? Same. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the, the topic of the day that we're going to be discussing with Marty is Marty is not paid to do these Ironmans. You probably oh. actually pay to do them. I pay so much money that it's it's scary. So you yeah. pay people I to pay run Iron Man. on yeah. a, so how much is like a typical Ironman? I mean, you know, you've got to, you have to have your, license to race so your usat license which is like 50 bucks a for the year. you have to get a license because yeah, you're so a, fast no because yeah. it's governed and they want to make sure all the participants are are following the rules and that you know the the rules of the race um but then the i think the entry for 
it depends on which one you're doing, but like seven hundred fifty to eight hundred dollars for the day to, to race. race. I and guess it makes sense. They have a lot of work there. they have to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. you got to get there. You have your equipment. You have a lot of equipment. So wetsuits, mm-hmm. and then your bike, and your helmet, and your shoes, and your kit, um, your tennis shoes. Well, and so here's here's what I love about your story, and I'm going to kind of let you give your your yep. basic bio. But you're a former Colts cheerleader. I was you're, back in the day. You're you've been an athlete your entire life, but you had never actually run any type of marathon, even a sprint triathlon, until until when? Well, I did my first sprint triathlon when I was uh, 38. Okay, I think. 38. Yeah. yeah. So basically, or by 35. the time and you hadn't done an Ironman yet. So, no, no, no. So you hit 40, and you're like, it's time to. Yeah to reinvent Here, here's what i know about most people i actually use this at a mastermind but i i've found that most people spend their first half of their life thinking that they're not gonna they're too young to accomplish anything of significance and their second half of their life thinking they're too old and here you are at the age of 40 and you're like i'm gonna run an iron man like walk us through sure why that happened well, I mean, I've always been an athlete in the sense that, you know, I was a dancer growing up. I was a cheerleader back in the days when I thought it was a little more sport-like. But um, when I came to Indianapolis and after graduating from college and I just, I didn't love running, but I kind of didn't have anything else to do. So I started running and I, I literally ran my first the Indy Mini. I just thought that sounds cool. I love Indianapolis. I want to go see what that's like. And I had never run more than a 5K. And I came up and I ran 13.1 miles and was like, I want to do that again. Wow. Because there are people out there, you know, you see a 90-year-old woman in front of you and she's running faster than you. I'm like, what? How did... <laughs> that would be No, me. I'm just going to keep, you know, I pick my <laughs> rabbits is what we call yep. it, you know, pick them and then I keep running. And I don't know, so it started there. And then honestly, the whole triathlon thing, I had three kids. My, I have a, a daughter and twin boys, and the twins were two, and I thought I was about to lose my mind. I was a stay-at-home mom. I didn't feel like I had any kind of goals or, you know, other than I was just a mom. And so one of my girlfriends said, hey, do you, do you want to do this sprint triathlon? And I'm like, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I was a lifeguard. I know how to swim. I, I have a bike. It's a mountain bike. Sure, I'll do it with you. And um, she ended up not even showing up for that race. <laughs> oh, wow. But uh, I did. Did you do it with that mountain bike? Because you're supposed to have like a road bike, I right? Took, it's so funny because now that I know all the biker guys mm-hmm. where I took my mountain bike that I bought in 1995, yeah. um, I was like, can you guys put, I think, road tires? I don't know what they're really called. Mm-hmm. I sounded like such an idiot. And they did. <laughs> and... Um, I mean, I got to the race. One of my girlfriends went with me, and she she was like, "Your helmet's on backwards." <laughs> I was so nervous. That's and, funny. Um, and honestly, like the first time I jumped in the pool, I got halfway across, and I had to put my feet down. So I was like, "Ooh, I am going to have to." Actually, this was in training because there's not tra- an actual pool like, at the Ironman. Let's do a sprint triathlon. I think mm-hmm. I had four weeks to train for it. Yeah. Right. So, um, yeah, I just I but I never thought to myself, I can't do this. That never, ever one time went through my head. I just thought, I have to figure out a way to learn this. Right. And so I got my my rear end kicked on the first sprint. Mm-hmm. Um, I got kicked in the face. My <clears throat> goggles came off. I thought I, I couldn't swim 500 meters like I'm going to die. And right. Then I didn't. So I was like, well, yeah. that's cool. And I got on my bike and then finished that. And I'm like, all I have to do is run. Well, surely I can do that. <laughs> yeah. and so And coming across that finish line, I just, it found me on yep. that first sprint triathlon. Um, 
So I did it again and again. And then I thought, well, I, th I don't like to really run fast. <laughs> Right. So if I could do a longer distance, maybe I could run a little slower, ride a little slower, swim a little slower, so I don't have to do the sprint. Right. Right? Got and it. having my degree in exercise science, kind of knowing the background of you know how our bodies mm -hmm. work, I don't have a lot of fast twitch muscle fiber. Sure. But I have some good stuff. That's my twitch. degree, by the way. Did you know that? I did know that. Exercise science. Yeah. yeah. The by the way, I'm going to pause you for a second. If you guys hear some noise in the background, it's because <laughs> they're literally rebuilding Banker's Life Field House from the ground up, it sounds like, out there. Yeah. I think they're getting ready for the game tomorrow. Are they, do they have to build the court every, every single time? time? Yeah, well, they had Disney on ice this weekend, so. Oh, okay. putting it all back together. big yeah. elephant was down there. I don't yeah. know why he's still here. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Taylor, what percent, I Googled this morning, Ooh. I got ready for the show, what percent of the USA will complete a marathon in their lifetime? Do you know the answer? A marathon or some type of race? A marathon. So a full marathon. 26.2 miles. Oh my gosh, uh, 30%. Is that high? Taylor. Really high. <laughs> <laughs> You're from Indiana, man. I, I feel do you like know what percent? I know what percent finish an Ironman. I don't know a marathon. 1% oh, well, of the USA will complete a marathon in their lifetime. We need to change that. So all of our listeners and viewers... Let's start training. Yes. We're going to be running Collectively. a marathon at some point this year. Collectively. That 1%. 1%. What? Wow. Here, I mean, that is a, it's a big I didn't distance. Google this, but I came up with my own stat. What percent of the USA will buy a meal from a fast food chain today? Oh, it's got to be like 89%. <laughs> yeah, I wrote down 99%. Yeah. I don't have the actual stat on that. But just if you think about that, I mean, that's literally people are more likely to buy a fast food meal today right. than run a marathon in their entire lifetime. Well, one's a little bit more drastic, though, oh. Remy. Well, I mean, I came up with the one's second one. One's more convenient. So. So it's twenty six point two miles. Is a, is a marathon? Like how? I've got a theory. I, do you know how they came up with that distance? Here's my theory. You ready? Oh, Two guys are trying to get fit. This is way back in the day. <laughs> Two guys. Okay. They're, they're like, hey, let's run. Go. How far should we run? And they're like, hey, uh, let's just run until one of us dies. And then so they did that. <laughs> one died, and they're like, hey, let's double that, and that will be a marathon. That's what happened. That's, That's how so they created nice. Interesting concept. I can <laughs> guarantee that is false. Twenty six point two. <laughs> it was something about over in Greece and running from Athens, ah. and it wasn't exactly twenty six miles. They were running to tell about something, yeah. and oh, it was like Paul Revere. Yeah, it was Paul Revere running. Paul Revere. That's it. That's official <laughs> history, right there. The distance there. of a, of we a cover marathon. It all here. Here's an interesting fact. My first marathon was in the Ironman. Yeah. So, so the first you time never you ran run. that distance was run. in the Ironman. That's correct. Wow. I only trained up to, I think my longest run that for that first Ironman was, I think I did 19. Holy cow. So were you freaking out? No. No? No. You knew you had it. Yeah. Look at her. She's smarty, I freaked man. out a little bit on mile 18. I sat down and cried for a little bit. Uh, but then yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, there's so many people that are out here doing this. And there's yeah. so many people that can't do it yeah. in honor of them. Right. Get your butt up and finish this race. And that's well, what I did. Let's mm -hmm. talk about that. So, so Marty, you're a professional mortgage lender. Yes. So you are in the business world, the busy, the busy real estate game. And... So again, we already established you're not paid to do these Ironmans, but you're you're like addicted now, mm -hmm. and you're training. If you do five, you've done five marathons, and it takes ten to be invited to this special marathon. Well, so Ironman. Ironman, sorry. <clears throat> That's okay. So yeah, you can qualify to go to Kona. Is kind of our big race, right? Kona. That's what all Ironman would like love to be able to do. Kona, and there are plenty of athletes here in Indianapolis who have who've done that and they've earned it. 
and they're professionals and they they've gotten there but for us that aren't going to finish in the first top three in my age group um, the other way to get to Kona is to do 10 Ironman and then you um, you are allotted a slot and you still have to pay for it and you have to also do another race that same year so really you ultimately end up doing 12 right because you have to do 10 then sign up for Kona and, then, and do a race that, that year, year and then do it and then do Kona. So the wow. 10 are basically grandfathered in Correct. and then you qualify by doing the 11th. Okay. Right, right, right. That's, okay. So you're doing all this. You've got these goals. Yeah. What is the importance? Because most of our listeners are not professional athletes, right? but we are, most of us are in the, I'm not a professional in the business. Athlete. We're right. in the business world to mm-hmm. some degree. Right. How important is it that we, stay in shape. I don't know how important it is that we all run Ironmans, but how important right. is it? Because you, you, not only do the, you actually train, you do some classes, you... Yeah, I teach indoor cycling. I love it. I teach some, you know, group fit classes. Is that your favorite part of the Ironman is the cycling? My Oh, absolutely. Is it really? Yeah, I'm a cyclist. Heart, that's where I love to be. I love to be on my bike. My favorite part of Ironman are the other athletes that I'm out there participating mm. with. Um, there are people in wheelchairs that do the entire race you know, they have, their legs don't work and they're out there doing the same distance as I am. There are people that um, have lost so much weight and they're just, you know, they're out there walking and they're hoping because you have to finish the Ironman within 17 hours. Um, else, so, you, else you haven't actually finished an Ironman. They make you stop. They will. They will ask you to stop. You won't get an award. You that would have been your, me. That'd be, yeah, that'd be me. <laughs> yeah. I'd still be swimming. They're like, you got to get out, man. But at that point, I think they would have got you on a boat out. You of do the water. have cutoffs on each each, okay. each part each too. So yeah. if you if you take three hours to swim, they're not going to let you keep going. So why did they create it in the order that they they did? Well, you never want to you want to swim first because that's the most dangerous part of the, mm-hmm. the sport, and then you bike, and then you always have to run across the finish line. Oh, here's right? another stat Ooh, I got for you guys. This is this answer. is one I've been dropping for a while. This might have changed, but for the last five years I've been saying it, so I hope it hasn't. Five years ago, there are two leading sports that were leading cause of injury. Do you guys know what they are? I would imagine one is running. Okay. And then the other would be soccer, maybe? No. No Gymnastics? Idea. And this is this is world, by the way. Okay. So think of world sports. Mm. Running and know? swimming. So you, 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 the one more would have been right. Cycling. Cycling, cycling uh, is by of, far yeah, yeah. the leading cause of injury in sports uh, worldwide. Mm-hmm. And the second one was basketball. Well, the, well, yeah. If they've seen the way you play, yeah, yeah, absolutely, that's right. Oh, it was only a matter of time. <laughs> yeah. It was only a matter of time. I finally got him. Puts down his yes, host, his right. co-host. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, cycling is an, I mean, it's extremely dangerous because mm-hmm. we're out sharing the road. And thankfully, Indiana has some really great cycling laws. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be at the state house here in a couple of weeks. I think it is where we're gonna try to get those laws even. Yeah, but the problem is up. I don't know those laws. Right. So and we everyone need to else on the road doesn't know those laws. To, yeah, it's a three foot rule. You mm-hmm. should never beep when you're behind a cyclist to let them know you're coming up. Right. We can hear you. Just uh. get over and, and breathe. Okay, I drive a Prius, so I have to know. Are you gonna are you gonna <laughs> no, hear me? I don't. Okay. I don't. Okay. But if you so go, probably won't hear the horn on the Prius. They probably wouldn't hear that either. They'd be like, Wait, is that a <laughs> is that <laughs> like a, yeah. That's my Prius. That's another one. bike behind me with a little hand horn. Oh man! Here's a here's one little thing that if if everyone could stop doing this when we're coming up to a stop sign, don't whip in front of us and then jerk right back in. Mm-hmm. It's just wait, give us five seconds, we'll be out of your way. But do mm-hmm. cyclists have to stop at stop signs? Yes. 
They do. We have to follow the same because rules. Because you're going so fast. No, we have to follow the same rules as the mm-hmm. rules of the road. Interesting. So do we? No. Not always. But they, they are, <laughs> I do know a story where someone was uh, ticketed. Pulled over by a pulled cop? Pulled over by a police officer because he did not stop. Was, I he, wish, on a, was he a bike cop? No. <laughs> oh, he was in a car. would have made it so cool. I, if I would have gotten pulled over on a bike, I would have taken a shot with <laughs> yeah. a, a, like a selfie with a cop in the background writing me a ticket, and I would have like posted like, really? I was going way too yeah. fast. <laughs> yeah. I'm the That's fastest awesome. cyclist. In the, okay, awesome. so back to the, the question about being a professional. Yeah. How important is it that me in my professional state, you know, I've, I'm waking up early, I'm going through the entire day trying to get time with my family. How important is it that I set aside time for taking care of my body? Sure. I think, I mean, this is just my opinion, but moderation in life is everything. It's kind of the key. And, um, you know, you can be the best real estate agent, but if you don't have your health as one of your priorities, you're not good to anybody down the road, right? So a little bit of just those daily habits of I'm going to do this, 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 and this, time blocking, knowing that you're going to be able to fit it all in. It clears your mind up. You're not, you know, how many times are we wasting time thinking about, man, I should have worked out today. And then, or I should start a workout regimen, or I should eat cleaner, or I should... You waste so much time and energy thinking about it if you just do it, mm-hmm. just schedule it. That guilty, that yeah. guilty feeling. It's not easy to get up at 4.30. Mm-hmm. I will not lie, I mm-hmm. hate it. I literally go to bed and go, oh, I do not want to get up at 4.30 tomorrow. What time do you go to bed to get up at 4.30? Yeah, I'm, I'm not a good, that's my moderation there yeah. is very good. <laughs> I like to go to bed by 10. Yeah. Um, I should go to bed at nine. Yeah, sleep is such a uh, important factor that a lot of us don't pay attention. See, to. See, that's the thing mm-hmm. that I think is interesting. Like, it wouldn't be so hard to get up at four thirty if you went to bed on that's time. That's right. Why is it so hard for us to go to bed? Because we're thinking and working yeah. and trying to squeeze everything in at yep. the last minute. You I have get, to make it a priority. I get inspiration. People don't have moderation. That's right. But how do you get moderation, Taylor? That's is this one of Taylor's get, takeaways? No. Well, yes, it will be. I think it's something you got to kind of learn on your own because everyone has a different level of moderation. Right. But my question would be for you is, so if you're getting up at 4.30, and this is what I hear from most people, so I'm not going to give a percentage because I know I'll be wrong, but I feel like <laughs> most people say working out in the morning, very first thing, is the best thing because they're already halfway through their workout by the time they're actually you know, waking up. I always give the statistic in my cycling class. I'm like, listen, and it's a, a baloney statistic, mm-hmm. but I'm like 90% of your competition and your neighbors are still asleep. Yeah. 90%. So you're already going to win and get ahead of the game because you're doing something they're not right. and it's making you stronger, better, leaner, hungrier. Yep. And so and then you get it out of your brain, you've done that check. So now you can really focus on your work. You can really focus on your family. Mm-hmm. You can really focus on, you know, taking that 10 minutes to read something inspiring to you. Yep. Yeah, and I think it obviously depends. You were asking, like, the moderation will obviously depend on that person. But I know people who work out after work. Some people will go in the middle of the day. They'll go on their lunch hour, and they'll get a workout mm-hmm. in. And I think it's just wherever you can fit it in. But, uh, you know, for me, what I found works the best is early morning because it is true. It's like you get halfway through that workout, mm-hmm. and then you're, you're halfway through, and you're like, I only have a half left, and I'm just now kind of becoming Waking cognizant up. of what I'm actually doing. Right, and moderation too, right? So mm-hmm. Most people listening to this are gonna be like, moderation, Iron Man, I mean, how is that yeah. moderation? <laughs> but it, you know, there are so many things that all of us can do, and it's as simple as, if you're taking the elevator to your work, 
Mm. Take the stairs mm-hmm. today. Take the stairs Tuesdays and Thursdays until you build up a base. And mm-hmm. then people in Chase Tower are like, all right, here yeah. we go. Oh, like, yeah, I'm on the 30th Wish floor. We oh, I just found this out, though. They actually do, for the One America building, they do a race yeah. up the stairs. Up to the Have top. you ever done that? I've never done it because that I get like... sick going and so uh, I would get motion sick. Okay. Oh, interesting. But yeah, I would, it's, hurt, it's a I would great bust event. my lip open right Yeah, I'd be scared I'd like fall that. over someone and then fall down every flight of stairs. In the One America building. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just like a big bowling ball from like the arcade game back in the day, Ninja Turtles, where the balls are just falling down the stairs. No one knows no what you're talking about. about. Come on, Rim, you're kind of there. If you know what Taylor is talking send about, us send, us a, send us a message Please. on Facebook. Arcade Ninja Turtles. And also, I'm going to take a moment here. If you're listening to this, we would love your feedback. We want to know where you're from. Send us an email at asindiegrows at gmail.com. Or look us up on Facebook and send us a message. We'd love to. Uh, we'd love to hear where you're from. All right, staying with that theme of funny stories. What's what's something funny that's happened to you? I've <sighs> seen some nasty pictures of people running Iron Man that can't keep their like bowels together. And yeah. All. So I I don't even think that'd be funny for you because you're probably running behind that person. But like, what's a funny <laughs> what's a funny story? Here are two questions I have for you, so you can answer whichever okay. order. What's the biggest lesson you've learned while late racing, and what's the funniest thing that's happened to you? While My racing? biggest lesson, and I've always said this from the first time. I finished is never think that you can't never right? think you can't never think that you can't always think that you can um, and then it organically grows while you're out there mm. I never thought I won't cross that finish line mm. I will do everything I might not but I don't think I can't I know I can so that's my being out there seeing other people not of the same ability as me finishing um, and Ironman can be a sport a very individual you can not talk to one person out there for me, I'm your worst nightmare on an airplane, right? I'm going to ask you questions, talk to you. That's what I do the entire race. I'm like, where are you from? What are you doing? Why are you here? What's your story? Do you have to be more in shape to talk the entire time? Well, I mean, you can walk sometimes when you're mm-hmm. drinking water and say, hey, how are you doing? And So when I, I run at my house, I have a pool. And as soon as I'm done, it doesn't matter if I'm running a mile or two miles. I think the most I run is like three. And when I get back, Sarah knows, just do not talk to me. I'm going to get in the pool and I'm going to float. <laughs> Give me like ten minutes to start breathing right again. Yeah. Like, there's no way I could talk to somebody you on the track. You need to run a little slower, Remington. Maybe we just need maybe. to get you in some zone finding two base training. Pace. Yeah, finding your pace. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, what was oh the funny story? You got any funny stories for Jeez, us? I mean, God, I mean, the, my fourth Ironman in Wisconsin. You're very nervous in the morning, and and you left your bike out there all night long. So you always want to make sure you pump your tires and mm-hmm. that they're good to go. And so I get there, and I'm wearing my wetsuit, which is hot, and it was supposed to be like 40 but it Mm -hmm. ended up being 55 and I bought this stupid zip up cat suit like onesie from Walmart (laughs) and I'm sweating and I get to my bike and my husband was supposed to bring the bike pump and he was taking forever and I didn't know where his bike was so I've like asked the girl next to me because usually triathletes are super cool they're super helpful like hey can I borrow your pump and she just looked at me like (laughs) I'm like or not I'm good (laughs) I don't have to and then finally she was like well it's fine just go ahead and she was like, it's brand new. And I'm like, okay, well, I've it's pumped, pumped lots of bike tires. I'm yeah. good. So I, I take it off and I put the thing on and I pull up the thing and my tire goes flat. And I'm like, what the heck? I, you know, now I'm sweating so bad that mm-hmm. I can't even breathe. And I've got to do this race all day long. And I pull the thing out and my stem had broken off into her pump. Oh, <laughs> no. I just broke and she was all like, not one you'd oh, use in the first place. Oh, she was freaking out. And then I had to change my tube, which 
I'm that triathlete that's mm-hmm. like, I know how to, yeah. I want to. Right. And then here comes my husband to the rescue and he's like, calm down, breathe, you're good. Wow, so. that is pretty anyway, funny. Anyway, that's my funny story. At least it wasn't like someone can't control them Cells. So, yeah. No, those aren't funny. Those, those are aren't. Gross. Those are disgusting. <laughs> I, I, they finished the race, agree. man. They're committed. Like, you see these pictures of these guys with, like, yeah. crap all over yeah, their pants. Yeah, but it's, it's not, not what I want to be spending time with. No, at. not at all. So I did, a, my, I did a sprint triathlon. I had the same issue as you. It's like, I signed up with a friend. They don't show up. They text me 30 minutes before it starts. Right. I'm not going to be able to make it. I uh, so I go to the bike rack. You know, I'm using my dad's Schwinn road bike <laughs> from the '80s. I'm using two hands to lift it, and the people are looking at me like I'm crazy. And I'm like, okay, is this not how I'm, I'm loading it? How you guys load your bikes? And they're like, this is your first one, isn't it? Yeah, oh yeah. And it's like, yes. They're like, here, why don't you put your bike here? Because we're gonna beat you to this spot, and we want to get our bikes before you. And then they're like, Marty's hey. like, yeah. yeah I and they're that. like, here, just lift. One of the guys was like, I do this every weekend, like lift my bike. So I go to lift it with two hands because that's what I'm, you know, trained to do. I'm lifting right. my dad's heavy bike. He's like, no. I go to lift it with one hand. He goes, no. I go to lift it with a finger. He's like, yeah. I lift it with the finger. I'm like, he's like, yeah. I, I do these Lifts all an the time. Bike with and the, a and so, can you do that with your bike? I mean, I take one hand. Yeah, I can't do it with it's, a it's finger. Super, you know, I don't even have a bike. Light. I haven't owned a bike for five years. Oh my god! But here's what you told me. You told I, me no. this in, in the pre-show. Yes. That how? So you finished the race in first gear because you couldn't figure out how to do the gear. I get. Oh so I get. I, I didn't train for the swim at <laughs> all. Finish. I didn't train for the swim. My my mindset was this: if you throw me in water, I can swim to save my life. <laughs> so my parents come because they thought I was going to be in trouble for the yeah. swim. So I don't come in less than the swim. I get on the bike. I train for the bike in the run. I get to the bike. I can't get it in gear. So I'm in first gear the entire, <laughs> you know, ten plus miles. Were you out? <laughs> Eagle Creek? It was at the Kokomo one. Oh, okay. Yeah, the one in Kokomo. First gear. First gear. The so the, the phrase that I hear, everyone, that's super vocal is, on oh, your left. Yeah. That's all I'm the hearing on the bike. Left. The whole time on the bike. And I'm like, why can I not get it in gear? <laughs> Keep going. But on the, the run is where I started catching people. But I had some rabbits as well. I was like, I can't let this person beat me. Yeah. So it was pretty funny. Though. All right, we need to get you to, to your takeaways and then the question of the day. What's your takeaways? Two takeaways that I have, you can add to this. One, moderation is key. And that's going to be dependent on yourself. You know, being self-aware and knowing what moderation moderation is to you. Some people that means six hours of sleep. Some people that means eight hours. Some people are going to be able to work out in the morning a little bit better. Some people are going to be able to work out after work. The other thing is mindset. So Marty's mindset when she does these things and I, you know, if she can add to this, that'd be great is the mindset of always thinking you can not being scared to really get in there and be being scared of failure. I think being more scared of regret as opposed to failure is Essential. So those are my two big takeaways. If yeah. you have something, no, else those you can are great, to- man. Let's let's get to our question. So every single episode, we ask our uh, our guests to yeah. add, to challenge our listeners with the question of the day. So what's one question you can challenge our listeners with? Well, and we talked about a little bit of this. I think um, I'm a big believer in vision vision boards, knowing what you want. If you don't know what you want, you just sort of like, well, I don't know. Then you mm-hmm. ne- you can't get it. Mm-hmm. So one of the best ways is to speak out loud what you want and how you're going to do it and then having an accountability partner. Because if you tell me, Marty, I'm going to be at your cycle class in the morning, I'm going to look for you mm-hmm. and I'm going to hold you accountable. And yep. If you can't make it, fine. But saying it out loud, finding that person, and if that person needs to be me, Remington, I'm sure you would do it. You would do it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Or just find someone in your sphere of influence that you're going to feel guilty if you don't take the stairs tomorrow. So if it's something as small as that at work, find an accountability partner. Hashtag 
Take the stairs. Take Marty, the stairs. thank you for being on the show. <laughs> this is best hashtag ever. <laughs> yeah, Starting actually, off 2018 right. Yeah, I'm you're welcome. You. You're welcome, Indiana. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for Taylor for co-hosting. Thank you to our producers, Ryan and Jordan and Brittany. We'll see you next time. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Marty. As Indie Grows is sponsored by GBC Mortgage Inc. NMLS number 2334, Equal Housing Opportunity.